Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for coming in and listening. I hope you enjoy it and learn something from it. If it's your first time, please be sure to subscribe so you can keep getting it. You can subscribe through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website and just put it right into your RSS feed. If you'd like to hit me up for more information, you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. You're listening to Razor Branding Podcast, Episode 3, Making a Message Matrix. Let's get started. So you're running an organization. You need to know how to get all these potential customers and clients in the door. What's going to get them to pay attention to you? How do you make your message more than just this one-way sales pitch? It's got to be a dialogue, not a monologue. You have to speak with people, not at them. That's why broadcast, the old way of advertising, is fading out, and social media, which is a dialogue, engaging interaction, is on the rise. So, as the leader of this organization, it's your responsibility to be mindful of all the people with whom you connect, and all the opportunities to really build a relationship with this wide customer base. So you need a strategy. And it's not just a strategy of marketing. I'm going to do TV. I'm going to do radio. I'm going to do direct mail. I'm going to do social media. But it's got to be a strategy of messaging. So to know what you're going to say to them, and not just say anything, but say something that will really get them to believe in you and believe in your brand, you've got to successfully motivate them to action by getting inside their head, figuring out how they think, speaking their language. It's what we call changing the conversation. It's all about figuring out what they think now and changing the conversation to get them to think the way you want them to. And there's really kind of three ways it can go. They can love you. My job here is done. (laughs) They can not know you exist at all. So in their mind, their mental conversation, the mental real estate that you could possibly own is occupied by a competitor. You don't exist. So when that happens, you want to change the conversation to get them away from that competitor and focus on you. The third option is that they are aware of you and it's not positive. They've had a negative experience. They know someone that's had a negative experience. And so in that case, you really have to change the conversation and quick. You're going to want to find a way to get back into their head and their heart. And the only way to do that is by providing some messaging that will really engage them. So the first thing you have to know is where do you fit? Which of those three groups are you? Do you exist? Is it positive? You need to know that. So a message matrix is going to help you kind of put together a grid of all your potential audience segments, what they think now, what you want them to think, and where that message should go. We're going to go through it kind of step by step. I think that'll help. So the first thing you want to know is do some brainstorming and think, who are all of your potential audiences? When you think about potential audiences, it's the demographics. So you need to know their age, their income, their marital status, their geography, um, you know, all of those typical education level, all those typical demographic things. And you want to start there because it's sort of 
an old school, I get it, but an apples to apples way to compare. If your product is aimed at girls who are 12 to 18, and you are a guy who is 55 to 64, by writing it down, hopefully the first thing you'll realize is that you are not your target audience. And take yourself and your own feelings out of the equation. So that demographics information becomes real important. The second thing you want to do in looking at the who are we talking to column is look at their psychographics. What kind of people are they? Are they moms? Are they do-gooders for the environment, for the community? Uh, Very service-oriented? Do they love live music? Do they take driving family vacations? What do you know about them? And I mean really who they are. Because when you think about the demographics, it's an important bucket to start with. But when you think about demographics, 25 to 54, that's a wide range. When you think about women who are 25 years old, and you think about women who are 54 years old, they're in very different places in their life. They want different things out of life. They have different goals and objectives. They spend their time differently. They have a different amount of money, probably. So you want to make sure you're not just grouping everybody together based on standard demographics. That's why psychographics become so important. You really want to look at all of the different buckets of psychographics. So when you think about the customer base, look at the ones who know you, the ones who don't. Media, do they love you? Do they not? The old customers, are they still coming back? People who've never heard of you. How do you get them to pay attention and become customers? So there's a lot of things you have to look at with that audience base. The next column that we're going to take a look at after who are we talking to is what do they think? You need to know. And remember, I mentioned there's really kind of three areas. You can be unknown to them. You can be loved by them. You can be hated by them. You need to know that. You need to know not just what they think of you. What do they think of the competition? What do they think of the other option in your category? What do they think of your category altogether? What do they think? You need to know all of that. You also need to know, in looking back at your column of customers, the relevant thing becomes, is your target audience actually the group that's going to purchase and use the product. Often, moms are your target audience for purchase because they have the purse strings, but kid is the target audience for user. So, two different audiences, two different messages. You've really got to boil it down. Even in a service industry, you're a CPA firm. God bless you during tax time. You know that ultimately, the person in the organization that you're going to work most closely with is probably going to be the CFO. But are they the person that's actually going to make the decision to hire you? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's the president. Maybe it's the board. Maybe it's somebody's secretary who's doing research on who the best CPA firms for your industry. So you have to recognize in that who are we talking to and then next column over, what are we saying to them? Those two things often are for different groups of people. So there's multiple target audiences throughout the process. Don't forget that. So after you know who you're talking to and you know what they think now, 
The next thing we're going to look at, the next column, what do we want them to think? So if what you, oh, edit that out. So if the group you're talking to thinks one thing, but you want them to think something else, let's go ahead and write that down. Let's figure out exactly what you want their impression to be. How do you want to be known? If you realize that all of the things you're listing are features, I want them to think of me as the most expensive or the cheapest. I want them to think of me as the best geographical location. I want them to know we've been in business for 50 years. I want them to know that we were first. We came before all these Me Too copycats. None of those things are a benefit for your target audience. Those are all features. So don't get caught up in features. Write them down, but then dig a little deeper and figure out the benefit. What's the benefit to the consumer? What's the benefit to your employee? What's the benefit to the target audience? Then the fourth column, where do we put the message? That is crucial. Knowing where the message is going to go is very target audience based. So when you look all the way back at the first column and you're thinking, okay, for this audience of moms, what's the message? Your kids will love you more if you buy this for them. Where do we put the message? Places where moms do mom things. So that's your message matrix in a nutshell. It's four columns. It's as many lines down as you want it to be or as many different audiences as you can identify. And at the end of the day, it helps you really get on track with how to properly position yourself in the hearts and minds of your target audience. Thanks for listening to Razor Branding Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and uh, it was time well spent. Please join us again next week. New episodes come out every Monday. You can subscribe on iTunes or you can find us at razorbranding.org and subscribe through an RSS feed there or just listen to the episodes directly. Each episode has show notes and you can find out the links like you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you have suggestions, questions, feedback, vehemently disagree, uh, feel free to go there and share your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. If you've got topics, man, please let me know. We would love to take some feedback from the audience and cover your topic accordingly.